This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500 500. co-produced the film, hailing all the way from the prune capital of the world. <laughs> it's Guy Brenna! Jude, thank you so much for having us. You are a rom-com icon, and you giving your blessing to this movie means so much to all of us. I so appreciate that, and it has more than my blessing. I really love this film. By the way, Guy, where is the prune capital of the world? The prune capital of the world is Yuba City, California. <laughs> I am from there, and so I have spent the last five years tweeting at the California Prune Board, demanding that they make me their unofficial official ambassador. <laughs> they should. They did, they did. No, they Wait, did. No, really? Yes. Oh my God. I, With royalty, I, I didn't know. I am here to represent prunes. People do not respect prunes. They think that they are like just for health or whatever. They are delicious. I brought you some lovely pan forte. Oh my uh, God, thank you. I, Cause I love prunes. Yes. Mm -hmm. prunes, are, prunes are having a real uh, movement. <laughs> you know, I know. I'm already doing a recipe right now. You know, like a bacon wrap date stuff with goat cheese. Do that with a prune, be delicious, oh, right? Yes. I mean, pancetta with prunes. Done. Yes. Wow. Cause I love, I love, um, uh, dates oh, yeah. so much, mm -hmm. and they're in the family, I feel. Speaking of in the family, you guys used to do Chelsea Lately together. We did, you guys watched Chelsea Lately? Yes, Chelsea I love Chelsea, Chelsea Lately. Love it. Look at you, you're a movie star now, Ambrose, come on. So proud of you. I am a huge movie star. 
But it's really cool because I get to play the sassy gay friend, which is the one role where a gay person does get to play that role in regular romantic comedies. <laughs> yeah. So it was less of a stretch for me than everyone else. You know, it's really true. Um, but you are a, a producer on this film. You're a part of the whole sort of you're throughout the whole movie and you're a major character, but you're also a part of that kickoff where you participate in the great meet cute that really happens in this film. It was really fun because uh, we basically shot in a simulated gay bar that was full of like 500 shirtless extras. Uh -huh. And it felt like a real gay club. Yes. And then I attempted to open Grindr and my phone exploded. <laughs> As it should. As well, it should. Since you guys uh, hit stories at Chelsea, should we hit some right now? Let's do it. Uh, all righty okay. then, guy, kick us off! First up, this story comes from Kiss FM Radio in Charlotte. They found a Craigslist ad posted right here in New York by a very tired husband. It's titled, Looking for a Gay Man to Take My Wife Out to Party. He says he's unable to keep up with his wife and her love of Brooklyn electronic music events, so he's willing to pay someone 30 bucks an hour to, quote, chaperone her to these events as a friend so I can get some rest. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. It's super smart, too, because if you want your wife to go out with someone where she's totally safe, send her with a gay guy, because the worst thing that's going to happen is she'll come home with some highlights and a little hangover. That's <laughs> it. But she will be safe. I love this. I think gay guys have been listening to straight women complain for years. We should be paid for it. <laughs> Is anybody here sick of getting those telemarketer calls every day? Even if you're on the do not call list, you guys get that too? Are you, yeah, you, are you on the do not call list, Drew? I'm, I'm, I don't know, it doesn't matter, I get the call. Yeah, right? Uh -huh. Ross, I'm trying very hard to get on my mom's do not call list. Stop right now, stop right now. Well, everybody gets those telemarketer calls and now we have a story about a man who decided to fight back. Fox News reports Omar Corey hatched a plan that every time a spam call came in, instead of hitting ignore or hanging up, he answered the call and he stayed on just long enough to get a business name and then he sent them a letter asking for a settlement or he'd file a lawsuit. And to his shock, they actually paid up. Yeah, 30 telemarketers paid him over $120,000. That's insane. No, I know. And then, so he got, he actually got the money, and then Omar used the money. He he donated to friends, to charities, and now he's starting a business. With that money, he's opening a bar called the Wrong Number. <laughs> How great is that? The perfect name. It'll serve drinks like car warranty and debt relief. Those are the names, right? Okay. So, did you know you could do this? If you if you're on the do not call list and someone calls you, you apparently you can track them down. I had no idea. I mean, how did this guy spend the pandemic making $100,000 off of an annoying thing? Like, I spent the pandemic gaining 15 pounds and watching 40 seasons of Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, finally, if you love Uggs like I do, I mean, do you like Uggs? I didn't know, like, I'm a very sweaty person. I shouldn't have that much fur near me. Um, but then I discovered they do make Uggs in my size. I wear size 15 shoes and they make them up to an 18. Good 15. for Uggs. You have a size 15 shoe guy? Girl, you know. Whoa, you know what they say. <laughs> big Uggs. Well, big couch, apparently. Um, Vogue reports, if you've ever wished you could snuggle up inside of a comfy, cozy Ugg, well, your time has come. There's now an Ugg sofa designed by Harry Nareev, and the sofa is here in the studio, so should we try and oh, sit on it? Yes!
feel it. Okay, I didn't think I was gonna love it, but this is amazing, you guys. My only question, does it come with an ottoman made of yoga pants? <laughs> I wish. Um, oh, oh, oh. Uh -huh. Oh, this is not your ordinary couch. I'm into this. And you know, you could put a tray here. Uh-huh. This is an interest, I'm sorry, I'm a designer, and I'm really interested in the scale of this couch. Yeah, right? Look. I mean, if you want to be enveloped by something gigantic, warm, and furry, you could get this couch, or you could just do like Ross and call me. <laughs> All right, well, I'm gonna just have, I'm gonna get the best of all worlds. Thank you, Sky Brenham. You can catch Frozen Feeders today, because this is the launch day, and our entire hour is dedicated to this epic rom-com. Yeah. Sound the gifting panic alarm. We've all been there. You need to find the perfect gift. You have absolutely zero ideas and you don't know where to start. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Just answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Imagine pages of artisan espresso mugs for the coffee connoisseur in your life. Or for the pickleballer, customized paddle covers in every shade imaginable. Etsy's got you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Dinner with Barbara Streisand. You guys, it's Billy Eichner! Hi! Hi! Oh my God! Hi! <laughs> hey. Hi! Thank you for having me. Hi, guys! Billy on the street like many years ago. You did. I'm an OGer. You are. And you used to have that segment like, what would Drew Barrymore do? Um, oh yeah, would Drew Barrymore like that? Oh, yes. Yes. And I just said random things and I told you what you would like or not like. By the way, it's yeah. true. We did the segment, but I, that is so true to you. You are someone who probably had, I know you did, had a yeah. lot of voices about what you should and shouldn't be. Yes. And you were brave enough, bold enough to stand up and say, this is who I am. Thank you, that's very kind of you. And yeah. you carved out an extraordinary career for yourself. Thank you. You have to be real strong and real confident 
You know, that's what Bros is about, really. You know, that's part of what the movie is about, what my character has had to go through. You know, he had to like shut out all those voices and just forge ahead, but they still get to you, you know? You know what's interesting though, is that I didn't write Bros by myself. I wrote it with Nick, Nick Stoller, Stoller, who's a straight man, uh, produced by Judd Apatow, a straight man. They've made some of the funniest movies of the past 20 years. And also really flag planting of owning the male romantic comedy genre. Right, exactly, but never about a gay man, right? Yep. So when we started to collaborate on Bros five years ago, I was ready to fight. You know, because I've had to fight for so long to be authentic, to be myself, right? Luckily for me, those guys were very open. You know, they wanted me to be me. But so it's weird. Sometimes like you're ready to fight. I've been so prepared to fight and had to fight for so long, but it's like, oh, okay, now I can, I can relax a little bit because these guys wanted me to be true and be myself. Which is such a blessing it is, when that it is. occurs. I'm very grateful for that, yeah. Okay, so I'm happy to say that our entire studio audience are fresh off of seeing Bros this No morning. way! Oh my God, amazing! I didn't know that, I love that, thank you. Did you like it? Okay, good. <laughs> what if you all started booing? That would be, it'd be a moment, it'd be a daytime moment. Well, um, one of the core themes of this film is storytelling. Mm -hmm. um, for me, I think it's the thing that I maybe believe has the greatest chances of bringing us together. Yeah, that's what I love about this movie. It's not, you don't, you know, you don't sit down to write a gay movie or a straight movie. We sat down to write a hilarious movie, a relatable movie that everyone in the audience, straight, gay, LGBTQ, can relate to, can see themselves in. I hope you experience that, you know, I think. <laughs> You know. And I'm not gonna give away anything at the ending, but one of the hardest things in any movie, but mm -hmm. especially a romantic comedy, mm -hmm. is can you stick the landing? Mm -hmm. And boy, do you stick the landing. Oh, thank you, thank it's you. It's so good! Thank you! It's like so good! Oh my God, and, and it's such a compliment coming from you because you've made so many great, wonderful comedies and romantic comedies. Well, I mean, you know who else is someone I wish we could bring to our party? Who's that? Someone who you know and actually hosted a private screening of Bros. Mariah Carey? Yes, she did. She did, there we are. Oh my God! Looking very sexy. I can't even tell you how much I love her. I love her so much. What was she like and how did, how was that evening? She's the best. Uh, she's a big Billy on the Street fan and she started, she started tweeting about all? it and stuff. And so we connected that way years ago. She did a Billy on the Street segment with me, which was an honor. And then she ended up hosting one of the first private screenings we had for it. And not only that, this was completely her idea. She had a sequin dress made with the bros logo. Oh, look at it, I, if you have a photo. There we are, yeah. Oh my That's the bros God. logo across Mariah. Well, do you mind if we take a picture and send it to her? Oh, we must. All right, ready? One, two, three, Mariah! Mariah! I'm gonna send it to you her. You should! All right, well, speaking of meeting people, say mm -hmm. that one of the best meet cutes I've seen in rom-com history mm -hmm. is with your other half in the film, Luke McFarlane. Wow, I cannot handle, you have to have kind of love at first sight. This is no doubt I had love at first sight and he is here. May I please bring out Luke McFarlane? Yeah!
you thought he was angry or he had an angry look on his face? The first. Hold on, don't tell us. We're gonna go to a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. We can go out. Are you asking me out? I'm down for whatever. Yeah, same. Cool. Sounds good. So, tomorrow? Or we can do whatever. Yeah, I can do whenever and I can do whatever. I don't care what we do. Yeah, me neither. We can do whatever and we can do it whenever. Does that work for you? Yeah, that definitely works. Great. Whatever, whenever. Cool. Whatever, whenever. GIF of Michael Scott dancing. That's good. Which is such an important movie to us. I think it's the first time we've ever actually been able to send our entire audience to a screening before the show. So you could Back to what we left on the commercial break for, Luke, give us the details that the first thing you ever said to Billy was you look angry. Yes, in fact, those are the first words that Aaron says to Bobby when we meet, and it was my audition scene. So the first thing I got to say to Billy Eichner was, you look angry. Yeah, and I said, I hear you're boring. Yeah. Because those are the lines. Luke and I did not know each other before he came into audition. It was very nerve-wracking. Uh, Billy Eichner is, you know, brilliant and funny and hilarious, and I came into a room and Judd Apatow was sitting there, and Nick Stoller and all these executives and stuff like that. So I, I kind of... I kind of had a little bit of that Aaron energy where I was sort of protecting with my sort of like kind of saying a not super nice thing to somebody, but yeah. it, it, it sort of, it was how I was feeling too. I was very nervous. Now in the spirit of bros, I was wondering, would you guys play a game with me? Yeah. Of course. Okay, good, okay. It's a, <laughs> it's a twist on Never Have I Ever, but we're calling it Brose or Rose. Oh, love. Oh, look at that. Okay. All right, here's yeah. how it works. I'm gonna read a scenario, and if you've done it, you can drink. Oh, okay. And uh, maybe tell me a quick story behind the story. Okay. All right, um, sent a dirty text to the wrong person. I actually have done that, yes. Oh. <laughs> I don't, I don't. Uh, I, I, was, I was gonna send a progress picture to my trainer because he was very concerned that I look a certain way. Um, so I think I was standing in my boxers in my bathroom and I sent it to my best friend accidentally. Oh, wow. I sent it to Keith. Oh, yeah, you did? I That's did. not that dirty. Well, it's not that dirty, but, but it's dirty. And it's Keith, it's safe. Yeah. Yeah. Let's it, drink anyway. Yeah, yeah okay, good. <laughs> Delicious. Have you ever embellished, you know, to impress a date? Oh, yeah. Sure, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever given or received a lap dance? Yes, yes. I do. 
This is funny being on this talk show. When I was a kid, I saw Donahue. I saw the Chippendale dancers on Donahue. He talks about that a lot. And it changed my life. Yeah. <laughs> totally changed my life. I was like, I like something about that. <laughs> Couldn't quite identify it, but I did remember telling my parents I wanted to be a stripper. Wow. And that magic mic happened and they didn't call me. Yeah. But yeah. in bros, you strip down a lot. I do strip down a lot. Well, that's yeah. actually our next question for the game. Have you ever been nude in public? We're pretty naked in the movie. We're pretty naked yeah, in the movie. I've yeah, been that's there. public. Big, like I... <laughs> um, has anyone ever built anything from scratch? Yes, I am a woodworker. It is my hobby and my passion. That's yes. not a joke. He's actually a woodworker. I am actually a woodworker. <laughs> if yes. you're not checking every box, Luke, like seriously, I've watched pictures of your woodwork. First of all, it's beautiful craftsmanship. Thank, thank you. You're literally like Owen Wilson in like Meet the Fockers. Like you're a serious. Like you come up where you're like, I just like whittled this chuppah out of like oh, a block right. of wood. Right. Yeah. How do you yeah. do it? Well, I would like to propose a toast to a beautiful film that comes out in theaters today, which will be a timeless classic and open up the doors for many people in the future. You are building something very powerful and everlasting here, and you guys built it. You're the makers of it. So actually, you do build something. Yeah, thank you. Well done. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sarah. And this is Beth. And we are Pantsuit Politics, a podcast where we take a different approach to the news. We talk about news, we talk about politics, but we also talk about parenting and travel and pop culture and how all of that affects how we understand the world. We're really different people. Sometimes you'll hear us agree and sometimes not. We think that's where the fun is. We laugh and learn together and with all of you twice a week, every week. Pantsuit Politics is about engaging with each other and the news without the anxiety and the frustration. We hope you'll join our conversation every Tuesday and Friday because politics doesn't have to be exhausting. Our listeners tell us it's like time spent with your good friends who did their homework.